What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're going back again for another That One Play and a great one tonight, aren't they all? The 2018 division-clinching win against the Browns and specifically the C.J. Mosley interception that sealed it. Joining me here to talk about it is Josh Reed. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing great, Ken. Great to be back with you. Always a lot of fun to do these episodes. These have been... Uh, it's just so entertaining to go back and talk with various people about their angle on this. And we just had our production meeting. You've got a very different angle than I think any other Ravens fan had on this particular game. But anyway, we, uh, uh, we need to set the stage here a little bit, talk about how we got to this point in 2018 and whatnot. So talk a little bit about that, Josh. Yeah. I mean, this is really the big transition year for the Ravens that year, you know, is they just drafted Lamar Jackson 32nd overall in the draft that earlier that spring, you know, uh, and, you know, it was Joe Flacco's last year. Well, we didn't all, we didn't know at the time it was, was going to be his last year. You know, Ravens started off thinking like four and five and had kind of hit that impasse in the middle of the season where like, you know, they were like, all right, is it time to turn to Lamar? Joe's hurt. And then we got with Lamar and just kept rolling. And then just think they won. Like, I think they only lost like one in the, uh, their final, I think I got it. I think you got it right here. So yeah, one, two, they, yeah, they only lost one of their final, uh, final seven games, and they were just they were just on a roll up until that point. But even but because they started like four and five that year, they needed to pretty much almost went almost went out just to get in. And it, go ahead. Yeah, it turned out turned out they did really need every bit of that six and one to get in. A lot of people thought they might need five and two, but you mentioned the transitional nature of this game of the season. 
for the offense. And that was certainly true. It was night and day having Lamar Joe Flacco in the game in terms of the yards rushing. It's also a big transitional year for the defense that year because it was the first year of Wink Martindale, whole different kind of pressure that the Ravens showed that year. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that was the year they had like a bunch of shutouts. I think they had shut out uh, Tennessee that year. Or was that the year before? That was the year before, in 2017. 2017? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, either either way, it was it was a great day. It was a great um, a year for like for dive defense, especially Anthony Levine had a pretty good year that year. Yep. Um, and he actually made the play the play before CJ Mosley played um, on, on David Njoku. So um, you know he yeah, had a two, great year that year. Two plays on that drive, so four four straight incompletes, and and two of them were Levine with a BP uh, or a, a PD uh, knocking the ball away from Njoku. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, unfortunately ended up being CJ Mosey's last last year in Baltimore, and um, you know they really kind of struggled to fill that void, especially from a pass defense standpoint. Um, in the ensuing years, finally finally got it. Well, when one Patrick Queen took some huge strides this past year, especially you know uh, even even before even before the Rokon trade, he was, he was taking some steps. I mean, he got his first interception in Week Five against Joe Burrow, and um, but once we got now now we got Roquan, it's just almost like all right, you know that we don't have to worry about that anymore. Or as much, you know, C.J. Mosey was the best coverage linebacker they had had since I don't know. Um, Daryl Smith had a pretty good year in 2013, um, probably since Ray. Yeah, yeah, since since Ray in his heyday, exactly. And um, I said it was it, it, it took them a while to fill that void. They finally got it with with Roquan, and um, you know, Mosey's still doing his thing in um in in New York, but really he didn't he didn't he hasn't had nowhere near the amount of success he had early on in his career with the Ravens that he's had with the Jets. Prior to this past season, when I think he made an All Pro and a Pro Bowl, yeah, the, the the defense in a lot of ways is is was made for Mosley in some ways. And also, Baltimore fans didn't appreciate him. I didn't think the way they should have as a as a coverage guy, tremendous coverage linebacker, and he was playing on a team which had even better corners and safeties and whatnot at the time. And so he became again the target, even though he was you know the only because he was the only linebacker on the field on third down. Anthony Levine, like as you mentioned, was playing some great dime defense, and you know they, they just had a lot of other defenders that were that were made quarterbacks a little bit skittish throwing throwing against them. Yeah, I mean this reason Terrell Suggs had the nickname "Half Man, Half Amazing" because the things he did, both to impact the run, the pass. And everything in between was 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 truly amazing and appreciative. And I still have the CJ Mosley jersey shirt um, that I don't even wear anymore just because he's not on the team. And you know, like I'm rocking a dad bod right now, so I can't really fit it anymore. <laughs> but um, no, um, CJ Mosley was great for the time that he was he was with the Ravens, and I'm always going to be appreciative of, of that. I was I wasn't part of the contingent that was complaining about his coverage ability because, like I said, being a former linebacker myself, I know how hard it is to keep up with people who are more athletic than you. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, that's going to be true. And there, there really isn't anybody. I think the Ravens did a good job of figuring that out this last year with Hamilton at slot corner is there's just about nobody who can cover the really twitchy slot guys uh, who, who can put a move on you, read your leverage, you know, plant their foot and go. I mean, it's it's an almost indefensible route for short yardage. you got to kind of play downhill, minimize the damage, deliver hit after hit on that player when you can. Uh, but it's very hard to do that. I think the Ravens, I, frankly, found, a, found an outstanding compromise in terms of all the other things they gained from having Hamilton on the field with giving up a little bit in terms of his ability to cover some some very quick players on uh, that can show up in the slot. 
Yeah, even the best slot corners like a, like a Kenny Moore and some of those guys get caught every once in a while. It's just some of those things. Cause that's the hardest thing with playing defensive back and def- defense in general, but especially defensive back. The receiver knows where they're going at all times. You don't know where they're going. You know, so it, so it could be an option route to where if you know if they're reading your leverage and if you lean one way, they're going the other way. And the quarterback, like like you see it with with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Holmes so many times, they almost have like a like a psychic connection to where like, all right, if they're above reading the leverage and he's throwing the ball before Travis even comes out of his break. So um, it's one of those things that, you know, that people want to bag on, on defensive backs and defenders all the time, but it's, it's, it's really one of the hardest things to do in football is to kind of make the right guess or just, you know, read the right leverage. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're so close to the quarterback when you're on that slot receiver, it's not like on the outside where the length of the throw itself creates an additional interception radius, we'll call it for the player or, or allows, you know, gives them some, make up opportunity it's it's you know you're eight yards or something from the player it's it's, it's going to be a very short pitch and catch kind of throw and it's it's a much easier throw obviously for the quarterback to make so anyway we're in the game the the ravens have come back and they need this game to to win the division uh if they if they win they, they have the division if they lose it and the steelers win then the steelers take the division the steelers have lost before the week before i believe it was to the saints on that Juju Smith-Schuster fumble? Yeah, yeah, I think it was something something like that. And and anyway, I'm, it might have been two weeks before. I might I might have this wrong. But the Ravens had a, win a very difficult game out against the L.A. Chargers when they had to travel across the country, play on short rest, just a BS scheduling circumstance. I understand why they wanted that game in prime time. They shouldn't have done it to the Ravens, basically, with uh, with all that was on the line in, the, in, in terms of the playoffs at that point. No, it was a, that, but that was it. Turned out to be a big Mark Andrews, Tavon Young, and Zadarius Smith game, and I, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. One of Lamar, Jack, Lamar Jackson's first really big throws to to uh, Andrews in that game. So anyway, we 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 come to this point. We come to the, the game, and the Ravens had a. Let's see, how much were they leading by early in this? No, game? not oh, well, at the at the point heading into the fourth, they were up by nine points. It was like twenty three mm-hmm. to fourteen. And, but like the Browns had scored like early in the early in the fourth quarter, so it ended up being a one possession game again. Right, they, and the Ravens kicked an additional field goal. The Browns had a touchdown, so it's twenty six twenty four. The the Ravens lead the Browns, and this final drive starts. And first of all, Lamar Jackson with a big fumble on third down uh, that very fortunately was recovered by Ty Montgomery. Not really remembered as a huge play, gigantic play. That play, if that ball is recovered by uh, the Browns, then the Ravens end up, with, you know, probably losing that losing that football game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was huge one. Ty Montgomery didn't make too many huge splashes during the time of the Raven, but that was the clutchest play as a Raven, in my opinion. I think he may have had a, another return somewhere, but to me, that was like, all right, season on the line, you know, and he came, he came through and made that play for them. Okay, so the, the 2018 season, Baker Mayfield coming down the stretch pretty hot, and the Browns certainly uh, turning it on. And I think the Browns could have finished at 500 if they'd have won this game, is my recollection. And yeah, Baker was like rookie of the year candidate. Him and Saquon back and forth that year for rookie of the year. 149 to go. The Browns get the ball. There's a couple of things I remember about this drive, and, and part of it comes from watching this many, many, many times on TV since. The first is that the Browns had two reviewed catches on the drive, and they're incredibly long reviews. So sometimes I'll put this game on, and it'll put me to sleep in no time. I know my eyes get tired just watching it in terms of this, this happening. So if, if I want to go to sleep, it's, it's perfectly to be put on. And 
And these two reviews come up and they take forever, I mean, just forever to go through this. Your experience is a little different with it. So mine is an after the fact one. Tell us about your at the time experience with this this uh, drive as it was happening. Okay, so actually, like, during the whole second half of the game, I was I actually on my way to the to, to the hospital because my wife had um had, had got some food poisoning from some Japanese food, and she was so excited to take me to this place, and then she ended up getting getting, getting sick from it. And I was watching it. I was I, I'm not gonna lie, I was doing a little something illegal. I was I was watching the game and driving at the same time, just because I didn't want to miss a thing because you know seasons on the line and everything like that. And so I actually had to pull over. And so she could, so she could uh, yak it on the side of the road. And so uh, while she was, uh, she was throwing up. I'm still over here watching it, like rubbing her back, and still, still got my phone in my hand, phone in one hand, rubbing her back on the other hand. And uh, like the entire fourth quarter, she's in a hospital bed, still, you know, puking and everything. I'm trying to be as quiet as possible. We got the lights down and everything. And um, you know, CJ Mosley makes that play, like that that last drive. You get the get the back to back to back completions, and then CJ Mosley makes that play. I was I was quiet up at, like up, up until that point, even after the. Phone, and I was like, who oh, no. knew? And then, then, Ty, uh, then Ty Montgomery fell on it. But then, when he, when CJ went back and made that play, oh man, I almost knocked. I almost, my wife almost jumped out of her hospital bed because I was sick. I was like, hell yeah! And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure the entire the entire emergency uh, staff, you know, uh, heard me exclaiming in, in joy and ecstasy from that. From that, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, emergency hospital bed, but it was it, it was great, man. Um, it wasn't it wasn't great, a great night for my wife, but um, I ended up having one hell of a night myself. I was just so happy. I, it, at at times in the past, I talked about make sure you incorporate that stain on the rug story. This is this is perfect. This is exactly this is what I'm talking about when we're when we do this. But let's talk about just that last the last four plays for just a moment because it was it was a beautiful defensive stand by a great defensive team that 
that really helped to, to, to set up the Lamar Jackson offense being what it was in 2018, being that great run offense. They, they were just – they were stomping on the neck of their opponents basically down the stretch. But the, but the Cleveland Browns had them on the ropes, and the Pittsburgh Steelers were watching in Pittsburgh on the big board with all the fans still there. Made it all the worse that they kept cutting back to Pittsburgh for this and until until it didn't make it worse. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was the sweetest part of it. Even after the game, was just watching the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, the, the players just, oh, man, God damn it, and just walking off the field all pissed off. And one of the guys, like, shoved the camera away when they were following them off the field. It was it was sweet. I'm just just as a, as a Ravens fan, just, there were so many times where where the, where the Ravens had their heart broken late in the season, needed needed to especially like post Super Bowl era, like from like 2013 to 2017, where the Ravens were in so many like winning in scenarios in 2016 and 2017, and they just got their hearts ripped out. And it was nice to you know serve some of that to a division rival. Yeah, very much so. And it was a game. It was a season where. The Steelers really choked it up. I mean, they played some good teams down the stretch, but they lost a game at the Oakland Raiders that basically would have put them in the playoffs. Um, and, they, and they, in fact, lost four of their last five prior to beating the Bengals in the in the final game of the season. Actually, it reminds me a lot. You know, look at similarities. The 2004 Ravens and the 2018 Steelers both lost four out of five before winning their final game and blew their playoff spot because there are a lot of similarities between those two teams in terms of of, uh, of how that played out. But let's talk about those final four plays of the game. You want to take us through it, or you want me to kind of? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got them, I got them pulled up here. Um, so the, you know, first one, like we said about Anthony Levine, that great dime here that he had, uh, had a pass deflection on David and Joku, and then the, on the next play, uh, Jar, uh, Jar, uh, Jimmy Smith had another great pass deflection on Jarvis Landry, and on the, on the third play. Anthony Levine on and Joku again. I mean, he was really one of the tight end neutralizers that year. I think yeah. um that it was it was just it was just so great to see him. And I think I think that was that the year that that Tony Jefferson had that had that scoop off of um off of the Steelers tight end. I'm not sure. was, yeah, that had to be eighteen or, or even seventeen, didn't it? Seventeen. It, it had to be one of those two years because I don't think yeah. it was in nineteen. But um, yeah, back to Levine. He was just yeah, he was just balling out that year, and those those two plays in in you know in that in that sequence were just like kind of the personification of his of his of his amazing year that he had. Yeah, just I, I I think it was PFF put out something. If it wasn't PFF, it was one of the other NFL sites that posts regularly about odd statistics, and they posted uh, the the most. Key plays made on third down are the highest percentage of key plays made on third down. And Levine somehow was not included. And they had other players on there. And I don't know, it was J.J. Watt or something had nine. It included sacks, quarterback hits, passes, defense. And, and there's one other. Might have been interceptions. Might have been forced fumbles were another possibility. But anyway, it was, it was basically it worked out to be passes, defense, plus quarterback hits was, was about what it was. And uh, Anthony Levine had more than I think the top guy in, in terms of the number, but they disqualified him because he had too few snaps in that situation. I'm like, what are you talking about? He had the most by number. You don't disqualify if somebody hits 61 homers and they do it in 300 at bats. You don't disqualify them from the home run title. That's absurd. So I always value the guys who do more with less, not because they're in a rotational pass rusher role like Justin Houston was this past season, but with a guy who doesn't see the field a lot, but when he does, he makes most of his snaps. I mean, to me, that to me that means that 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 means more. That's more impressive than the guy who plays 100 percent of the snaps and makes the occasional splash play. Yeah, absolutely. Levine 
won them the Pittsburgh game at Pittsburgh early in the year by having three drive ending plays in the fourth quarter, including interception. The, I think it was the next week, but it might've been the previous week. They lost that overtime game to the Browns. Anthony Levine kept them in that game until the very end. I think they ended up losing 12 to nine, uh, you know, overtime might've been 15 to 12, but it's, it's one of those two. And then the, the, uh, of course, the final drive of the year, he comes up with two big PDs to, to turn it off. The, the one chance that Baker had to really make a play, he kind of missed his uh, missed his target. Jimmy Smith did, didn't quite – he wasn't quite with the receiver. I think it was Landry on the Landry, left side. Landry, yeah. yeah. And then uh, because he threw a little behind, Landry got his hands on the ball, and then Jimmy Smith was able to knock it loose. And uh, it, Tony Romo was beside himself over the inability to hit that receiver, but – a harbinger of things to come for uh, for Mayfield later in his career, certainly. Yeah, Mayfield actually had some pretty good games against the Ravens in the past. I mean, they, there was like a stretch there where he was like, felt like he was throwing for 300 plus every game, every game, every time he played the Ravens. And um, he was just one of those guys who was just like little, like, he, I, I, I'll, I'll still bag on him to this day, like, like about being not as athletic as he thinks he is. But there are some times where he, you know, eluded sacks and, and got got the bottom of just enough time to get the ball out to to Landry or Njoku for a crazy catch. All right. So this this season obviously didn't end up with the way the Ravens wanted it. They they went uh, and were one and done at home in the first game of the playoffs against a good Chargers team again that they had just beaten on the road. Another game where the scheduling did not work out as it should have for the Ravens, in my opinion. That a game probably should have been played on Saturday, give the Chargers a short week in return for their short week they subjected us to on the trip out there. Uh, that would have been reasonable or fair, but uh, but the football gods did not see so, and, and the Ravens played that game normally on Sunday. Uh, big comeback by Lamar in the second half, the first we really saw of Lamar doing that, but uh, fell just short in the end. A uh, big fumble with about 25 seconds to go in that game that uh, – that ended the dream, but a uh, really great uh, uh, first start for Lamar. We, we certainly got the uh, the running component to what we would see in 2019 uh, in that uh, in that stretch run. Yeah, I mean the snaps that Lamar got that entire season was just so invaluable to what you know, like what what he would end up being and how the Ravens would would end up shaping the offense. I mean, if he doesn't if he doesn't have just the final stretch of the season that he had, who knows if Greg Roman gets promoted to offensive coordinator? You know, he was the one that kind of spearheaded the whole transformation of that of that offense, and you know, have Lamar now have that success. I mean, what do you have like twenty something rushing attempts in his first game against Cincinnati or something crazy like that? Yeah, twenty-seven, which was the, the it was the record since the fifties. I think John Jerry for the Steelers or something had 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 twenty-seven or or maybe even more, uh, but it was it had been you know sixty-seven years or something since somebody had had as many rushing attempts for a quarterback. But yeah, yeah, I mean that whole that whole final like seven games or so, the Ravens went straight straight uh, Army Navy on 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 everybody's ass. So it was it was it was great to see. They you know they what they need they did what they needed to do, and um you know it was great for the season to end the way that it did in the regular season, not postseason, of course. You know I hated I hated the whole oh this is a formula to contain Lamar Jackson kind of thing. And yeah, I think that, that. yeah, I thought that was bullcrap, but whatever. You got to that the whole season then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they want to they want to ignore the comeback he almost led, but they just want to focus on oh, look at his pedestrian stat line and and you know guys, guys like Stephen A. Smith who you know said I don't I don't not not like the guy. It's just like he's such a a, a box score reader that he doesn't like. You could tell this guy doesn't take the time to actually watch games because he's over here like nine completions, 
15 attempts, something, something, something. And it's just like, dude, if you actually watch the game, the dude was making some crazy throws to Michael Crabtree down there to get the team back in the game. I almost pulled them back from the brink. It was we were we could have been talking about another Chargers being charging, you know, if it had not been for that fumble. So who knows? Yeah, it, it definitely. Uh, we we will have to leave that game for for another time for another show. But the uh, the Mosley interception really one of those moments. And boy, it's great to see a player like that finish up. Don't at all begrudge him the big contract he got from the Jets. Good good for him. Uh, but it, it was something that that made the Ravens spend an awful lot of resources over the last four years making it right, including a first round draft pick, a third round draft pick, uh, some play that didn't really work out. Uh, and, uh, and and finally getting uh, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen together working out. In, uh, and in two stints of Josh Bynes and it's sprinkled in between. <laughs> there you go. And LJ Fort being a key player. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, right. yeah I mean, he definitely made chicken salad out of chicken shit. But, you know, I, you know I'm, just, I'm just glad that we got Roquan and that, you know, being in the wilderness at, at quarterback and that inside linebacker is – Two two hard things to be as 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 a team who wants to be as regularly successful and contending as the Ravens are. Uh, absolutely. And uh, anyway, Josh, always a pleasure to talk football with you. We obviously get excited about this. We always go a little bit over, but that's okay. Uh, tell folks where they can find your work online. Okay, yeah, you can read all the Ravens stuff at um, Heavy on Ravens uh, for uh, for Heavy Incorporated. That's where all my Ravens content it is. And if you want some good quality, nice heartwarming stories, and you know, if you if you live in the state of Alaska, uh, I'm a full time sports reporter at Daily News too. So you can find me there. And then on Twitter, you can find me at uh, Josh Reed nine zero seven. Very cool, Josh, and I really uh, admire you for for taking a leap from. Uh, professionally to go into a, a, a job like that, something you really love. And uh, you're living the dream, my friend. Oh, sure am, Ken. <laughs> Other folks out there, if you'd like to do that one play, hit me up. DMs are always open on Twitter. Just tell me the play you want to, want to do. I'll get back to you within a very short period of time, and, and we'll schedule it if it hasn't already been taken. And uh, There's still a lot that has not been taken. One, one play somebody suggested today, Josh Wilson's interception return to beat the Texans in 2010, I believe it was. Great play, kind of forgot about it. Would be a wonderful play for somebody to take. And the guy who, who was gonna take it took another one. So it's available still. So anyway, Josh, uh, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me, Ken. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.